0: Welcome to another episode of the brand called You, a video and podcast show that brings you leadership lessons, knowledge, experience, and wisdom from hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. Today I'm privileged to have a very, very accomplished entrepreneur from the fashion world, Harpreet Sindhu. Harpreet, welcome to the show. Harpreet is. Thank you, Ashutosh. Thank you. Harpreet is the director of Cornell overseas. Uh, which is April Cornell India? She's focused on home linen and women's clothing. So Harpreet, what would you say are three key milestones in your career or your life?
1: Paul, well, I'm so happy to be able to talk to you, and thank you for inviting me. So, having been in the industry for so many years now, uh, I'd like to say it's a great privilege to be a part of the industry here. And uh, you know, um, when I look back. In my and my life and how this whole journey started, I think the most uh, key influence in my life in the early stages is my dad. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: I was an entrepreneur, and uh, we closely saw him and lost him pretty in life. But uh, he taught me some really great lessons. Mm -hmm. Uh, He had great people skills, he had great entrepreneur skills. So I think my dad was definitely an influence in my life, and I could say my childhood was one of the milestones of my life today. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving ahead, uh, uh, you know, I, joining April Cornell, which I did on um, in November 1990. Okay, I just completed 30 years, so wow. I think the year 1990 was another big milestone in my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had my daughter, first daughter. In 1990 and then I got the opportunity to work with April Cornell. So I think that's my second milestone
2: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, uh, I think the rest of the journey is still going. I've always lived a lot in uh, work-life balance. Mm-hmm. So I had my second daughter in 1995. Uh, so I think overall I have feel that uh, from my childhood, I was very motivated to be independent and mm-hmm. to take up a career and that was a very rare thing in my generation. I mean, a mm-hmm. lot of my friends are still doing nothing and enjoying life and uh, not nothing, but I don't have a career path that they chose. Wonderful. So my dad was inspirational and uh, the way I, my career turned when I joined April and how I always felt that work-life balance is important. So those were my three learnings, I very think, nice. so far
0: very nice uh, in my life. So now tell me about your April Cornell India, you know, what is the scope of work you handle?
1: So, you know, I met April um, in 1986 mm-hmm. and I was working with one of the top companies in in, in Delhi uh, owned by Naresh gujral uh, Span India. Mm-hmm. And uh, she and I, uh, you know, uh, she's 10 years my senior. Uh, so it, it was not such a big gap. And somehow her creative instinct was very in parallel to um, what my creative instinct was. So we always got along very well. And it was just uh, from 1986 to 1990, uh, I worked uh, with her through the couple of companies that I worked with. And in 1990, there was a um, opportunity to work with her directly. And it was just uh, I mean, uh, that day must have been one big day in my life because we were sitting and sketching and talking about work and flowers and prints and polka dots and things like that. And mm-hmm. I just told her by chance, "If you ever are expanding your office here, why don't you give me a chance?" Mm-hmm. So she said, uh, "You know, um, that's fantastic, her brief. I'm going to Hong Kong to my Hong Kong office, and when, we come, when I come back, you know we'll uh, let's have a chat.."
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, she came back and she offered me the job to head her India office. Mm-hmm. And I was completely stunned. You know, my four is getting a collection together. And I really don't have too much knowledge about the permissions and office openings and things like that. Mm-hmm. So she said, No, this is the journey. You and I are going to go get into this journey together. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, uh, there never is. A written path of your career. I Correct. think it's what you see, what you observe, what opportunities you get
2: mm-hmm.
1: and how you face those opportunities. Uh, working with April, uh, you know, starting from renting and looking for places, signing leases, uh, getting a company registered. It was one of the first 100% owned manufacturing companies mm-hmm. which was owned 100% by a foreign individual. Mm-hmm. So those were very new things uh, Dr. Manon Singh was just uh, at that time opened up the financial sector mm-hmm. when he was the finance minister. Correct. So uh, not knowing anything about which ministry to go to, to setting up factories, mm-hmm. hiring people, putting training processes, getting the product. I think like my scope of work has been so varied Ashutosh mm-hmm. that if uh, I often say, look, what's my expertise, you know, like, what is my expertise? Right. And uh, so, my I think my expertise is yeah, getting the opportunity to do so many things and right. learning how to do them. Hmm. So my scope of work has been very varied, you know. So,
0: nice. uh, so, so tell me, you know, uh, yeah. if you look at uh, your journey in the fashion and apparel industry, what would you say have been some of the major changes that have taken pl- taken place in this industry?
1: Well, uh, it's as breathless as it was many mm-hmm. years ago. Okay. That for sure, because mm-hmm. it's fast moving. It's passion. Uh, I can say that we become much more professional mm-hmm. and much more process oriented.
2: Okay,
1: lots more professional MBAs are joining up. You know, so but when I see the difference, I think at uh, the beginning of my career relationship. You know, to get along with a with a, mm. with a customer, to mm. take care of the customer, to pick up a customer, to drop mm. the customer. Uh, so everything was very personal. Mm-hmm. And now I think now it's not that much today. It's definitely mm-hmm. one of the fast-paced industries. Mm. It's very very. Um, it's very creative. It's very quality conscious now. It's very price conscious. It's mm. cutthroat. You can lose the order for. Five cents, two hmm. cents, ten cents, and uh, but you've got to love it to I be see. in it. I
2: agree so I
1: think uh, if you love it, it's it's great. Hmm. So tell me now, you know. Uh, uh, yeah, it's. I think every industry must accept
0: it. I agree with you. You know, yeah. pricing is always a big challenge in every industry, but I believe your industry is particularly conscious of pricing. So uh, you know, your industry is also. Very, very, I mean, it's the fashion industry. And, you know, every year or every season, fashions change, etc. How do you keep ahead of the curve in such a fashion sensitive uh, business?
1: So, you know, a lot of our uh, knowledge and where fashion is going comes also from the customers we work with. Mm -hmm. Because that's where the countries that they are, they are the customers actually. So Mm -hmm. they know a lot more ahead on what their visions are. Mm-hmm. Uh, so working very closely with design teams of our customers definitely gives you uh, a head start. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, you know I like to travel a lot and I have this bad reputation in my family that every time I see a store, I get in. Mm-hmm. I like to see what's selling. I like to see which country has made that mm-hmm. item that I like. Hmm. and I like to compare my own product with what I'm seeing in the market Hmm. and sometimes I'm amazed that how can this be so cheap and sometimes I'm so proud that this is a product that has a made in India label. Hmm. Uh, So I think uh, inspirations can come from the buyers and Hmm. you have to have the creative knowledge to pick up what they want and how to uh, translate their inspiration into clothing that I think is uh, very, very important and I think that sometimes is born in you the creative side of life. And then you travel, you read, you go through all the pairs. you know I've attended some really good fairs in Paris and UK mm-hmm. in the US, uh, not only to see fashion but how people are displaying what's their sales strategy, how they are uh, you know coordinating the whole collection. So it's new, it's fresh, and the, the creative side of it really keeps you uh, motivated, you know. Mm. And uh, you know, sometimes you're amazed. Uh, I can really sell this blouse. Like mm. who's going to wear it? Mm. But you get an order on it, yeah, and you make money on it, and mm. you successfully. So it's a it's a big mix of you know mm. uh, what you do, and eventually so, you may I not think, even like everything mm. that you're manufacturing.
0: I agree. So tell me, you know, you know, traditionally for Indian exporters. The U.S. and Europe used to be yeah. large markets. Which are some of the new markets that are beginning to emerge?
1: You know, I must say that I have a little bit. Uh, I feel that the U.S. and the European markets still rule the roost. Okay. You know, they have the biggest buying power, hmm. and uh, you know, so they are the big people in the in, in the in the market. You know, hmm. you can say Brazil, you can say South Africa, you can say. Australia, you can mm. say New Zealand, but from my experience, those are the two big horses in the fashion okay. industry: the European okay. countries and the U.S. market. Well said. That's where all the big businesses is.
0: From. Well said. Well said.
1: Yeah, and so I so think yeah, I so don't see that change.
0: Change. Okay. You don't see that changing at all, is it? Not Sorry. in a hurry.
1: No, and so in the exports, you know, yeah. uh, not in, in the exports. In mm-hmm. the Indian market, in the Indian retail, you know, that's another conversation, sure, you know, sure. how India is doing in the retail.
0: So, no, absolutely. We're talking so, about yeah. your business and uh, you're predominantly exporting. So so tell me, you know, uh, again, Yes, yes. Uh, yeah. How, you know, you, you just mentioned you love to go to retailers, uh, see what's in the fashion space. Your products are in, in a lot of the retail stores around the world. What, according to you, is the impact of e-commerce on the fashion business?
1: Oh, I think it's going to have a huge, huge impact. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, one of the big crowns in the exporters' heads were, which were the big box customers that you Mm -hmm. had in your pocket. Mm -hmm. You know, whether it was a Walmart or whether it was Home Goods or whether it was any of the big box stores Mm -hmm. who had those five hundred stores and they had a beautiful, uh, uh, you know, touch and feel. uh, type of business mm-hmm. scenario and uh, and even for April Cornell like since from 1990 to 2008 mm-hmm. you know when we saw the journey of the brand um, we came from when i joined her she had about 40 50 stores and by the time 2009 10 came there were over 300 stores mm-hmm. and one of the most beautiful stores that i had ever seen you know like mm-hmm. lifestyle stores you walk in you you feel as if it's a different world you want to buy everything And, but I think that has completely changed. And I think Mm -hmm. some of the learning for me has come from April Connell. In
2: 2009,
1: 10, uh, you know, when the US business went down and, uh, you know, April Connell, Canada and the US filed Mm -hmm. for bankruptcy in chapter 11. Mm -hmm. And we were at a a threshold. We didn't know where this, we knew we could produce a beautiful product. We didn't Mm -hmm. know where to sell that. Mm -hmm. And I think she took one of the most uh, visionary decisions. She said, look, the future of the business is going to be e-commerce and it's going to take me time, hang on there, I'm going to convert this business onto an e-commerce platform. It's going to take us time, we're new in the market. Our our collection is that that women like to walk in and try clothes and feel them
2: Hmm. and touch
1: them, appreciate them and then buy them Hmm. and uh, so now I'm going towards a a new vision. So and I'm uh, you know when I see that uh, from 2010 to 2020 when the pandemic hit, mm-hmm. the April Cornell brand went up 40% in business Wow! because we were on an e-commerce platform mm. and some of the big box stores, nobody could visit offices, you know, there were no customers, everything came down. I mean and, and when I look and I look back I said, you know something, everything happens for a reason, you know. And um, with rent so high and people contact, and e commerce is the way to go. I think now so many of our buyers, you know, out of the blue, are now starting. Okay, this little portion of the order is for the e commerce part of the business. Mm. So I think April Cornell and the company we represent was extremely fortunate that we were already on a platform and doing some beautiful photography and. Having the business up in double digits at, mm-hmm. at today's scenario, I think is great success Amazing. for the brand and for the business vision that we had. So Fantastic. I think e-commerce is definitely
0: Fantastic. here to stay. Okay. Uh, so one more question before I move to some uh, more general questions for you: You uh, move from top designers in the world, you know, and in some of the biggest fairs and such, you know, fashion fashionable areas to the grassroots tailor, where you get all your work done. How do you handle uh, the, the yeah. big disparities between high fashion on the one side and uh, the, the tailor who actually makes all the clothes?
1: You know, it really humbles you mm. actually, and you get learn to be more and more grateful for the experiences life gives you. We as a company, um, we are very pro the workforce that works mm. for us. Mm. So we have, you know, never had a labor union. We've never had any labor issues. Um, we respect the people who work for us. Um, we respect the customers who come in. When the customers come in, we have a grand show. We put flowers everywhere. We have a beautiful factory. Mm-hmm. We respect them. We admire the customers. We are grateful for them. But at the end of the day, it's the working person in the mm-hmm. factory who is standing seven, eight hours a day. Who's actually helping us produce those beautiful goods that the customers finally get? So, I think um, my connection with the labor is fantastic. You know, I mean, I mean, I respect um, We have a new abuse policy. We are, you know, um, we meet regularly. I have a women's association within the organization Mm -hmm. in in the company about 80 women. And I head that organisation. It is today. It doesn't mm. have to be work. It can be cleanliness. It can be sure. health. It can be girls' education. It mm. can be women upliftment. It can be honesty and ethics at work. Mm. And so I think we, as a company, and I, I, I I'm very, I'm a very people's person. Anyway, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not shy of talking to anybody. Mm. So I think as, as and as a win leader, I feel people really reach out, to leader, and. Um, you know, and and I think we work with a lot more empathy than I feel. Okay. You know, as a leader, that uh, Very interesting. will not say namaste. Okay. You know, so yeah, it it's it's great actually. You see both sides.
0: Wonderful. So tell me, my next question to you is: You know, you've been associated with the April Cornell brand for such a long time, and you you know been through ups and downs, and You've been so successful. What are some of the core values you believe in?
1: You know, I always I think my biggest value is to be very honest mm-hmm. in what you do. Mm-hmm. And we have a, a policy in the office where um, you can be forgiven if you don't do your work well, mm-hmm. but if you are dishonest. And there's pilferage, or you're taking something from the mm. office that doesn't belong to you, mm. is in my book of ethics the biggest wrong that you do to the company who's paying you. Okay. So I think my biggest, uh, uh, my biggest core value is to be to have integrity and honesty mm. in, in the organization that you okay. Okay. Uh, So I, I don't know when I think about uh, what uh, April has taught me and what uh, opportunities that she's given me you know Mm -hmm. and she's sitting there and I'm signing the papers and I have her finances in 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 my hands. I'm writing checks I'm paying payments of crores she doesn't know she trusts me so I just feel I've always felt that her trust is something that uh, I would never back up with and I expect the same thing from the people who are under me. You know, mm. here's the company giving you so much, so I don't know. I don't want to say one, two, three, four, five because mm. there are so many. Yeah. But in yeah. my life, I feel, you know, and I and I feel proud of that. That you know, I am somebody. I feel that I can make mistakes, mm. but no, nothing that is uh, that can you can raise a finger about integrity and honesty and ethics. Very good. So oh, I, I think that's what I would like my kids to th- be the same way and mm-hmm. we have a very honest relationships with all the family members at home and I, I hope the kids have also picked that up that I fun. think that's very important
0: very nice so I've got now time for two maybe three questions for you personally uh, so Harpreet, okay you know f- f- as far as you're concerned you've built a great business you're you know you you were you are liked a lot by your employees etc and there's so much more to achieve in future. At your stage of life today, what does success mean to you?
1: I mean and anybody who says success is not important uh, maybe is, is, is confused. Mm-hmm. I feel and I'm not talking about monetary success, for mm-hmm. me that's part of your success
2: mm-hmm.
1: but I think for me success is important.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I think right from the beginning in my 20s,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I I was going to be a career person. I mm-hmm. was. I did not envision myself to be and very home proud but I'm uh, extremely motivated um, mm-hmm. with my career journey. Mm-hmm. So yes, success is uh, important. It gives you confidence, it mm-hmm. gives you uh, motivation, it gives you energy, mm-hmm. it gives you a chance to meet up with different people who teach you different things, it helps mm-hmm. you go through uh, different challenges in life. It teaches you a lot about what people are all about. Mm-hmm. You know how they are, who they are, how they treat you, how you have to treat people. Uh, so success is a journey, and uh, and I'm I'm still on that
0: Wonderful. journey. I'm sure, uh, I'm gosh. sure. And I a follow-up that question that. to you, Harpreet, is who or what inspires you?
1: Yeah, so I think in my childhood, definitely, my dad was very. Mm -hmm. uh, He played a big impact of what I would want to be. Mm -hmm. And uh, moving on, I think um, April. uh, You know, my my boss. Mm -hmm. She's my boss. She's my leader. She's my mentor. Mm -hmm. You know, I've seen her kids grow up. uh, She's danced at my daughter's wedding. Mm -hmm. We've had tough times. We've had professional conversations. But we've always, uh, you know, opened the door again and said hello to each other. Okay. So I think she's been a big influence in my life, in the,
0: um, I wonderful wouldn't have
1: wouldn't change it.
0: Wonderful. So got time for great, one. More. I'm very grateful. Wonderful. Grateful for that. Uh, wonderful. So I've got time for one more question for you, and this is for all the thousands of people who will listen to everything you are saying. You've been a successful entrepreneur uh, in India. What would your advice be to a young individual starting off on their entrepreneurial journey?
1: Okay, so first of all, my uh, I will reach out to the women of India and the mm-hmm. girls of India.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I want the women of India to do to be up and about and know that there's uh, more that they can do. Mm-hmm. Apart from being uh, a girl child, Mm. I feel that India at this stage is giving so much opportunity to women. Mm. So my appeal to all the girls and all women who are listening to me Mm. um, is that uh, widen your horizon, educate yourself, Mm. bend in financially. um, Mm. So to all the women managers of women. Women of India, uh, Mm. you know, here I I mean, I I did I just did my graduation in history. I never knew I'd reach the fashion industry. So don't judge yourself with what you do; judge yourself of what you're capable of doing is Mm. uh, is my mantra. And I would say that to um, generally to men and women who are listening is um, widen your horizon and get up. Show some energy hmm. and be motivated. Be energetic. Focus. Work hard. It's just part of life. Okay. And um, wonderful. Just a time to be around, away from the pandemic and all that. Hopefully, that is over. Hmm. Pick up your, you know, pick yourself up and get going.
0: Wonderful. Very nice. What great advice. Uh, I'm sure a lot of people will take this up. So Harpreet, thank you very much. It's been such a pleasure speaking to you. I wish you uh, April Cornell and everything else that you're doing lots of success. Thank you. Thank you for listening to The Brand Called You, videocast and podcast. A platform that brings you knowledge, experience and wisdom